Welcome to Code Whack, your podcast on America's broken healthcare system and how Medicare for All could help. I'm your host, Brenda Gazar. How do managed care groups cherry pick and lemon drop their patients? What are the insurance industry's Trojan horses when it comes to single payer healthcare proposals? To find out, we spoke to Dr. Stephen Kemble, who practices at a hospital-based primary clinic in Honolulu. Kemble's also past president of the Hawaii Psychiatric Medical Association and the Hawaii Medical Association. Welcome to Code Whack, Dr. Kemble. Thank you. So you recently collaborated on a paper called Insurance Industry Trojan Horses in Single-Payer Proposals. What does this mean in layman's terms? The, the Trojan horses are uh, ways of organizing healthcare that turn a supposedly single-payer proposal into a multi-payer proposal and sabotage it from achieving administrative savings. And where this came from in the single-payer movement is mainly in California because they have a very large presence of Kaiser. And Kaiser is, uh, they get capitated money, you know, they're, they're, they're paid per member, either through premiums from an employer or by the state, if, if they're serving Medicaid or Medicare population, they're given money per person, and then they have to deliver care within that amount of money. So they are the ones taking insurance risk. They then have an incentive to cherry pick and lemon drop. In other words, to hang on to healthy people and get rid of sick people. So they try to select a healthier than average patient population in order to make ends meet financially. But when you're in Kaiser, it works pretty well and it's popular. So they didn't want to eliminate Kaiser. Because Kaiser is an integrated system that's capitated, the proposal will say, okay, we'll pay Kaiser by capitation because that's what they're used to. But then you can't pay their hospital with a global budget because you've already paid for it through their capitation budget. You can't duplicate the payments. So you can't do hospital budgeting if you use uh, capitation payments. So you have these single-payer bills that instead of budgeting hospitals, they budget these multi-hospital, physician-hospital organizations like Kaiser with a separate budget. Now you have multiple risk-bearing entities competing with each other trying to avoid sick people and capture healthy people and uh, claim that their people are sicker than they are to be risk adjustment formulas, which is, so you can't do risk adjustment effectively. So, so you have all of these problems that are reintroduced into the system that add administrative costs and complexity and prevent you from achieving the savings single payer should, should achieve. Uh-huh, got it. And this sounds like it has an impact on patients who might be denied care. Is that right? Yes. Uh, I mean, one way that uh, a risk-bearing entity like an insurance company weeds out sick people is by restricting their formulary and not offer the drugs needed for expensive conditions. So if you have those conditions, you get hassled every time you fill your prescription. So you quit that plan and go to whatever the public, like tr traditional Medicare, um, that has fewer restrictions. Uh, or you switch to a different Medicaid-managed care plan, hoping that you'll do better there. But all of them are playing the same game because, you know, it's musical chairs. Who wants to be stuck with the sick people? They keep trying to find ways to make it difficult for them. And the result is obstructions to care and denial of care. Got it. So 
Why should average people care about this? These things, they directly affect someone who's got, say, Medicaid in a serious health condition that's expensive, but they drive up costs for everyone because the cost of these things is spread across the whole population. So all of this makes for a far more expensive healthcare system. Our um, multi-payer, multiple gaps healthcare system costs twice as much as the average of other industrialized countries and leaves a large percent of the population out and it's getting worse all the time and not better. And until we wake up and stop trying to have the system of competing insurance companies running our financing healthcare, we're not gonna solve the problem. You, know, you, you cannot solve it uh, without taking on the whole insurance business model, which is inappropriate to healthcare. You know, if you, if you have a risk like your house burning down, which is presumably infrequent and unpredictable, um, then you can charge people, you might charge them more if they live in a forest than you would if they live in a city, because the, you can see that that's higher risk. But you're pretty much spreading it across a whole bunch of people because the risk is unpredictable. In healthcare, the risk is largely predictable. There's too many people with pre-existing conditions where you know it's going to be expensive. So the whole idea of using the insurance system falls apart because all you're doing is trying to avoid sick people, which defeats the whole purpose of insurance. I see. How else do these organizations cherry-pick patients? How are they allowed to do that? Well, they, they market to healthy people. I don't know about California, but in Hawaii, Kaiser ads are all about Thrive and people jogging, and they offer fitness clubs as bonuses. If, you're, you know, if you've got a chronic heart condition or dementia or renal failure, that's not going to appeal to you, but if you're healthy, it will. So they market to healthy people. They have restricted formularies that are stacked against people with expensive conditions. Uh, they have more prior authorizations for people with complex problems. Um, that's how they do it. And they're very good at it. I mean, there's uh, studies that show there are big differences in the risk pool for Medicare Advantage plans compared to traditional Medicare. The Medicare Advantage plans collect healthy people and push out sick people. And there's lots of evidence that that's the case. That's actually happening. Thank you, Dr. Stephen Kemble. Find more Code Whack episodes on ProgressiveVoices.com and on the PV app. You can also subscribe to Code Whack wherever you find your podcasts. This podcast is powered by Heal California, uplifting the voices of those fighting for healthcare reform around the country. I'm Brenda Gazar.